Hello everyone, I'm back. How are you? Good, I would hope. I'm talking somewhat quietly because it's 5.22 in the morning and I don't want to bother my neighbors because I'm a polite little lad. <laughs> I don't think they really care, you know. I don't expect them. To care, you know. It's like, why don't I expect them to care? Because they make noise sometimes, you know. They make noise a decent amount of the time. And I never know what it is. Like, I'm always afraid. Like, I was just consistently afraid. Like, I know this was the case for a while where I had a neighbor who was being abusive towards another neighbor, like, in the same apartment. And they moved out. And I I think partially because I, I think, you know, it helped that I called the police. I think that helped. I don't know for sure. I hope it helped, you know. Um, and now I'm pretty sure different people are living here because I don't think I've seen those same people. They never come out, really. But I don't know. I I I just I you know it's just a lot of noise, but then laughing, like two separate people. So I don't think anything nefarious is happening. I don't believe so. I hope not. I've been I've been watchful, as I obviously do not wish to uh, allow for. The, the abuse to happen next door um but i don't think it is luckily gratefully um you know and that's the funny thing about expecting things that you've seen before you know you you kind of tend to sort of get in sync with the the signs you get to you get in sync with the the sort of little nuances of people's behaviors and people's inflections and people's emotional tones, like all those little things sort of add up and will let you know, hey, a situation's being repeated, you know, or is evolving, perhaps. And, you know, I want to talk about what I expect in the next couple years for myself as specifically a non-binary pansexual 25% Native American person in the America that we live in which is I expect to either I expect to have good reason to be scared of going into a camp of some sort and not a pleasant one <laughs> no no because uh, you know america you know one thing we have we we did do is we uh that i expect to be i expect that people i know and care about who are like me uh and that we have are of a, of a generation who I f am proud to say has been very good about exploring the diverse and powerful idea of gender identity and sexuality. And I expect that those things for which I am grateful and that I, I feel very honored to exist as might very well get tortured out of me by some 
random person who works for the state. I expect that potentially very possibly could happen within the next three-ish years. I expect that that kind of hate and fear will kind of maybe try and make a big resurgence coming up here soon and already kind of because it already is and really always has been you know like this is nothing new for us americans it's it's not it's something new it's not always it's never been for everybody it's never something directed towards everybody but it's always directed very specifically obviously towards very specific groups historically in america anyone who's not a white dude will 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 get uh We'll get that kind of, you know, a treatment. And, you know, I, you know, I, I expect them to maybe try and open a conversion camp. You know, I don't know how successful it'll be. Uh, definitely more successful than I think it should be. And I expect to maybe either... I expect to have to, I expect to will be, I will be afraid of being taken to one of those against my will. And I am afraid of potentially being sat into a room and exposed to vicious, harmful stimuli designed to erode at my own mental well-being under a false pretense of right. These are things I expect as a non-binary, pansexual, 25% Native American, American. (laughs) And it's funny. And I do mean that it is a little funny. And it's a little funny because it's really not surprising. It's really not. You know, like I, I figured it very like, I, I mean, hey, you're in, you know, you and you're in America and you know literally anything at all about actual history. You know that this kind of fucking atrocious bullshit, it's pretty common over here. Um, it's very common in a lot of places. In America, it's pretty common. You know, uh, if you're look, if you look a certain way or you are a certain type of person or you come from a certain background you during periods of deep unrest will be targeted with deep hate and deep fear by groups of people who again historically uh 90% white dudes with an intent of killing in you something that the the white dudes arbitrarily, you know, decided was bad. That's what I expect in America. You know, based on history. And I kind of think it's fucking funny because for the first time in history, history, it, it's happening at a time when why 
why. Like, obviously, there is always why. And what I mean in this, with this time, with this why, is why now? Why, why at a time when the world is literally dying does this stuff threaten to rise up again, you know? And obviously there's a bunch of, you know, sort of answers that come to mind that seem particularly obvious, you know? Like, oh, what, uh, you know, uh, starvation, uh, poverty, wage inequality, these things are not are not the causes of that kind of deep hate and fear. Not even close, but they are contributors to its escalation, I think. They help it to find purchase in which to grow in people, and considering how much of it there has been specifically lately, uh, within the past few years due to COVID, due to the growing, excessively obtuse system of wage inequality in America, as well as the deep-seated level of prejudice towards many different types of people that, you know, has been, has started to, has within the past decade seriously been challenged. And that obviously doesn't mean it's gone or that it's erased or that it's not here anymore. It just means that, you know, again, I grew up with a lot of really hateful, fearful people and they are so scared of how much change has happened. And that's kind of why I... It's kind of, like, always been my clue that change has happened. Because every conservative I've ever met is really scared about how little... how there's not as much hate and fear as they would like. And it's obviously a good thing. But, you know, it is it is kind of... It does kind of point out to me, I think, the nature of such people is that when, you know, when hate and fear seem to, at least from my limited, small me experience, have a tendency to fight harder for existence, the more they feel threatened and the more reason they know they have to be worried and my family specifically, I, I know if I asked my grandma right now what she thought of the state of the world, she would consider the rise, the re-rising of this, this hate and fear as a good thing. I know, I know that she would probably say that. You know, she wouldn't admit it to herself, but I know she'd actually think that. And I... Just kind of end up laughing every time I think about that. I do, and I keep. I, I think I'm. La I think I'm laughing because we're we're dying. <laughs> we're dying. It's like really now, 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 now is when you're gonna you're gonna start the cycle over again. Now is when you're gonna start the rise of fucking hate filled fascism again. Here, now, in America, when literally the planet's dying. And I'm like, it's not surprising. It's just, 
funny. It's just funny in the most fucked up way that something can be funny that it chooses to is doing that now when it has just it, it makes zero sense and by that I mean it makes perfect sense because in, in a logical way it makes sense illogically it makes sense for something that is fundamentally illogical which is hateful fearful fascism it is logical for something that illogical to try to propagate itself in a circumstance such as that we are currently in and Again, I'm not surprised, and I'm I'm just kind of like I mean, yeah, this is not the first time. This is that's the weird thing about living in America. You can kind of just like however bad things get, you can just kind of point to a point in our history and be like, I mean, they've kind of they've kind of been that kind of bad before, like a couple times, like like the early days of America were an atrocious, hate-filled horror land. Like, the, the the fact that, like, I cannot begin to describe, the, like, if there was a word for hell, I, I often, like, the thing that, the image that comes to mind for me as an American when I think of the word hell is the early days of um, post-Native American eradication, prime African-American slavery, you know, those the, the if I had to pick a like that 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 to me is the image I think of when the word hell comes to mind, and the, the, so it's like there's a lot of people trying to bring that back, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, and it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense based on the illogical structure of hate and fearful people. As I, as I understand it, um, so I guess, and I I could go on. Here's the thing: I could go on a long rant about, uh, and I'll say it. I will say this again, which is just just remember to you know, lo- love the people in your life. You know, it doesn't even, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to go on some grand fucking crusade. I'm not talking, saying you have to, you have to spend the, dedicate every fiber of your being to trying to fight the oncoming flow of horror that is to come. But I think most of you out there listening aren't extremists, deeply ill psychopaths. I think most of you aren't that. And... I think, you know, since truthfully we do outnumber them and truthfully the world is dying and truthfully the world is literally connected so intimately that what happens to one group at this point is basically happens to everybody. Let's just try to see what we can do to show some kindness towards the people we love because I really don't know what else helps uh you know there's a lot of people who who think you know oh we should we should fight back against those kinds of things with the, the violence you know like there's a uh, there's people 
in situations semi somewhat similar to mine, you know, who are potential LGBTQ people who might be like, oh, uh, I do not want to get forcibly brought to a conversion camp where they will waterboard me while trying to tell me to, you know, not be gay, uh, which is a thing they will definitely <laughs> kind of probably try and do. Um, and it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I expect it. And there's really not much else I can say. Like, and that's kind of how I know that there's not much point in like violently fighting back because what's, why, why would I bother? Why would I bother fighting a cycle that clearly is way too fundamental to stop with just killing people like it's really obvious violence is way too small to stop whatever causes that that cycle you know um and so i and and also again we don't have time for it we don't we don't have time for like violent conflict at this point and at least it doesn't seem that way to me like large, like the world's literally dying. <laughs> that's, that's what I keep coming back to. Is like we have like another hundred years left. Like I don't know that any of us have the time to like be inefficient. And fascist, another era of fascism would be really inefficient. And I'm I'm not saying that that means it's less likely to happen. It's already. Ha- I just mean like it. It would be kind. It would. It just. It just. I guess out of like sheer horror, it makes me. In irony, it makes me laugh a little bit that in human if if humanity is wake like final days are spent just repeating a vicious toxic cycle that's been going on for the past thousand ten thousand years, ever since the terrible idea of civilization began, it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't it? W- it wouldn't surprise me. That's how we go out. I would like to be surprised. I like surprises. You know, I think most people like surprises, but I can't. I can't say I would be surprised by us destroying ourselves through extremists not being anything resembling mentally healthy. That sounds about right given human history um and so because of that and so because of the fact that we're all probably gonna die no matter what i'm i'm just gonna not not bother with the reacting to the horrors and i think a way i would have if i had been born like 300 years ago and what i mean by that is i think i'm just gonna like this is gonna sound weird but I think I'm just gonna try and kind of like not ignore them, but like acknowledge the futility of them, you know? Because because I because of like the the time frame I am in, I was born into a world that I have never known wasn't dying. Like I I have someone who was born in 1998 have never known a world that wasn't dying. To me, a dying world is all I have ever known. And if there's anyone out there of my, my age range or younger, you know what I'm talking about. And that sort of, I find, surprisingly, gives me a weird motivation. And that motivation is to not give a shit about certain things. 
Like I don't, I don't like uh, I've told you all about my car financial journey and how I was I I just don't give I'm just ignoring all of the fucking fundamental structures that society has you work within to survive because I just don't give a shit about them. It's weird that I can do that. I think I can do that because I ultimately know that everything on the planet is going to die in a hundred years, and that kind of puts things in perspective. You know? It's like, if everything's gonna die, what excuse do I have to put up with anything that I don't think is right or makes sense, you know? Like, I don't. At least for me, I don't... Me in my situation, I don't feel like I do. And... Based on what I know of hateful, fearful, radical Americans... I think they're probably weirdly in a same similar boat. I think a lot of them maybe know and don't care that the world is dying, slash actively want it to. And I think they maybe kind of want to, like, burn the gay out before we all go. I think, I think, I think, I'll be real. I think the American government kind of wants to kill all the gay people and minorities before the world ends. I don't know. They just give me that vibe that that's what they want to do. And uh, not surprising. They've been trying to do it for centuries. So it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it makes sense that they would want to do that. You know, and they're they're probably gonna try pretty hard here within the next couple years, and I have no idea if it'll how long it'll last and to what extent. Um, because hey, again, you know, it's weirdly nice that I at least knew this was coming because you can't be raised in America and not acknowledge that we fundamentally live in a cycle of deep repeating fascism we just don't always call it that um and so i you know will will as a as a non-binary pansexual 25 percent native american person that i am will do i think really the only reasonable thing i can do in a dying world where hateful fearful incredibly ignorant fascism is still alive which is just like don't participate in it. I mean, I can do that. I can not carry its values or beliefs. I can not respect or... Or at the very least, I can not respect the pe- people for having those values, even if I do respect them at least as people. I can live my life the kindest, most loving way I know how. I can do these things. And, you know, it's... In a question, you know, I keep asking myself is, oh, will that, will that make a difference, you know? Will that make a difference? Will I be a cool, will I change the world with my little words? And the answer is, I mean, depends on how you define the world, I think. Because at the end of the day, the world is both nothing and everything. I mean, like, technically I am the world in that I am one part of it. You know, I am, you know, if the world is one giant organism, which, I mean, it is, then I am, like, a cell in that organism. And so if I change, technically speaking, a part, 
art of the world has changed. And that is a, a powerful truth that is, is the case, you know. And hateful, fearful people get that, you know. I think that's why they work so hard to make everyone else hateful and fearful. Because they, they know how fragile their, like, state of being is. And so they have to spread it to as many people as possible in order to ensure its propagation and survival. You know, and that's why I kind of think that maybe just the most powerful thing you can do to fight against those kinds of things is just not participate in them to the highest extent you are able and instead do as much love and empathy and open-mindedness. And that really it does make it sound so fucking simple. And maybe it is. Like, I don't know for sure, but it's like, I don't know, 10,000 years of complex solutions to social problems have led the entire planet to dying, so I don't know, maybe everything is simple and we just keep tricking ourselves into thinking what's not. That is a very human thing to do. Maybe the truth is it really is just as simple as some people have deep, incredible mental illness filled with hate and fear, and some people don't, and we just gotta kinda, you know, try and get as many of the latter as possible and as few of the prior as possible. You know, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm just, we're all, I'm just dying with the rest of you, you know, so theories. It'll help when the aliens come next year. I've got a feeling the aliens are going to come next year. It's just like, from a historical... I think anyone who is a fan of history will understand. History has like a weird irony. History has like a weird irony of like... And like a series of sort of repeating patterns. And I've just got a feeling that one of the patterns that's going to repeat soon is something impossibly unexpected happening. You know? Like, that that always seems to happen historically, is when, like, things are coming to a head, and cycles are getting repeated, and people are stirring up again. Something, you know, a wild card will come in and shake everything up. And, you know, I ask myself, oh, what's the, what's, what's the wild card that would be mod- in the modern-day world we live in? And really, the only one I can think of, it, it's either aliens or AI... I mean, well, you know, aliens are very possible. Um, I don't know why they would come now of all times. Maybe, maybe, maybe because they're like, maybe a bunch of archaeologists, you know, maybe a bunch of archaeologists, humans come down next year and like, hey, we record civilizations in the last days before they die. You know, would you mind if we interview you as a species? That'd be a fun wake up call. Slash, you know. And then if it's the AI, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I don't, I have no idea for sure what's going to happen there. I think good things, weirdly, if only because I really don't know that the AI can be that much worse than fascist, racist America. I mean, maybe, but, you know, fascist, racist America has set that bar pretty fucking high for horribleness, so if nothing else, I doubt the AI can be worse than that. Um... So AI and aliens will probably be an improvement to the global situation, if nothing else, when they get here, which they I've got a feeling they will. Hmm. 
Just take a breath, everyone. And just remember, one way or another, this will probably all be over soon. The whole grand experiment dream of being alive probably will be over soon. So, you know, just focus on your priorities. Just focus on the things you really give a shit about because you probably won't have them for too much longer. Or at the very least, you're, you'll have them, but your grandkids won't at all. So, priorities. What are yours? <sighs> Alright. I found a shit ton of good food in the trash tonight. Like, someone threw out a whole fucking bag of shrimp and other fucking pre-packed food and shit. Again, American food waste is terrible, but also really great for me since I'm not paying anything for food right now. Um, so I'm going to go eat some of that. You all have a good night. Sleep tight. Take a breath. Prioritize tonight because might be one of the last chances you slash we as a human people ever as as a living earth as an earth people ever get to do so good night